Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a Direct Message Network and Podcast One production. We are directly to your favorite stars. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial. LaCroix Sparkling Water delivers refreshment, flavor, and sparkle with this innocent twist of zero calories and zero sweeteners and zero sodium. So it's basically... oh. Basically, it's water. Say no more. <laughs> I'm a LaCroix boy, and, and I'll say that proudly. Yeah. I love a LaCroix, especially yeah. during the summertime or the wintertime or the fall or the spring. It doesn't really matter. All year long, I love my LaCroix. Why do you love it? Because there's just so many flavors. I just love the bubbles. Oh, you love And I know bu- I'm not doing anything wrong to my yeah. body. You know? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, they have like 25 flavors, and they're all derived from natural sources with natural fruit essences. Um, so that's probably one of the reasons why it's our go-to. They have this like distinctive packaging. It just looks classy in your fridge. People always go, oh, can I have a LaCroix? And I'm like, yes, you may, because I'm a giving person. That's why. Um, They also have LaCroix Curate, uh, which they're like these flavors that have bolder flavor profile. And they also have four Nicola um, flavors, which are inclusive of the same innocent nutritionals. Uh, So go check out LaCroix. It's LaCroixWater.com. And you can get the full list of the retailers if you want to get some yourself. Just go to uh, LaCroixWater.com or you can follow them on social LaCroix Water. All right. Enjoy. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star that showed Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Hello, hello. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Danielle Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew Gardner, the father. And we're both adults. You missed that. And we're both adults and if you're an adult or just trying to be one this is the show for you what are some adulting wins and adulting fails go for it spitfire yeah i don't know if i have is that what it is spitfire that's like fast okay yeah go like rapid fire rapid fire Adulting wins. Okay. Adulting wins. Um, you sent me a picture of Gio almost sitting up today. Yeah. So I had no part in that, but like that's still a win in my heart. Yeah. It's so cool. Um, adulting fails. I feel like he's been spitting up a lot on me recently. <laughs> so it's like kind of also out of my control, uh-huh. but I've just been taking it. Okay. Um, Anything just in regards to being an adult, not just a parent? Yeah. I just feel like that like consumes our life right now. Um, yes, I feel like last week was a super productive work week. It was like the first time we got back out into the world yeah. other than like getting out for the podcast once in a while, but we got back in the world, had a couple of meetings. I just felt like, like we were making things happen and it felt good to get into a little rhythm again. Totally. Adulting fail outside of parenting. Yeah. Outside of parenting. Ooh, clutter. Oh, yeah. Clutter. I hate clutter. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with clutter like in the bedroom maybe, like back in like private spaces where you can shut the door and not see it. But when it's in your common spaces or like right when you walk in the house, I hate it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're just not doing a good job with that. So I'm going to own 50% of it. As you should. That's, <laughs> I really shouldn't, but I, oh, I will. Oh, why? Because you're the clutterer. You like stuff. You like I don't stuff like stuff. Surfaces. Stuff likes me. Yeah, I know, but you got to figure out what to do with that stuff. Exactly. Stuff likes me because things end up getting shipped to us, which is so awesome that we have so many people gifting us like cool stuff yeah, and we're lucky stuff, for that. And for sure. So we but you, need haven't, to... you haven't like figured out a system for that yet. Correct. And, and it's been a while. Yeah, because... Because the stuff will live in the same spot for like weeks or mm-hmm, months or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. 
extremely fortunate. Yeah, I know. It's really cool that like yeah. you get that experience and like that happens for you. I want to be better also, about sharing it though because that's like a big thing for me is that I do feel so lucky and and fortunate and I feel like we can do a better job of um well, I think we do enough of it, but like just sharing like you know, whatever we can. Like, for instance, I finally got around to giving away some of that stuff from my closet that I hauled mm. and then also went through Geo's like drawers and gave some of that away to people on um, Instagram. Actually, I did a little like post and then there you go. I, I've shipped it out and yeah, now, really cool. you know, sharing's caring. All right. So you? uh adulting win in regards to parenting as I feel like Geo has like turned a corner and I think if I were to follow the leaps a little bit better, like there's an app for that. Um, we'd probably understand why he's like so mellow these days and sleeping better and just all the things are finally just like happening to us and we're not having to really force much. That is an adulting parenting win. Um, a fail, uh, Oh, what's a fail? I don't know. I feel like I don't want to be negative right now. I said this in my mommy and me class. They were like, what's, you know, like something you're struggling right now. And I just felt like I, for the first time could say really nothing. And I want to just be in that space because I'm sure that there is something crazy around the corner. Let's touch on that for one second, because I've thought about this many, many times because I fall into this as well. I think it's so weird that, you know, when things feel like they're all going right, mm-hmm. that triggers your mind to think that something is wrong. <laughs> no, that something could change. Well, that's the way that I feel. Sure. Oh, which, yeah. Which oh, is like, my God. We can get into that. Yeah, we could go on with that forever. No, because you have but literally like, said that to me before in the yeah. past. Even before Geo, you would get almost uncomfortable with like things going so right for us in our relationship and in our life. And then you feel like this weird sense of guilt or fear that like something bad could happen because maybe you're not deserving, which yeah, is so twisted. Yeah, Why? It is. Um, I don't know. We could probably dissect that forever. I'm serious because I don't think I have that same school of thought. No, you don't. No, you, you kind of like skim on the surface. It's like everything's way easier for you. I think my brain works differently. And obviously as a listener, you could probably hear that. <laughs> the way I talk is so different than the way you talk. Andrew, um, before we start recording for the show, he'll be like, okay, so what's what's the motive? Like, what are we going to talk about? And I'm just like, we're just going to press record and we're just going to talk. Girl, <laughs> if, if you say like extra effort, plan, work. Yeah, but that's that's not, you can't make that a knock on me because no, it doesn't work the same for me to like take I the extra steps. I if I were to, if I were to take too many steps to like prepare, I would end up doing my, I would do myself a disservice because it wouldn't come from like an authentic place. I'd be overthinking. Yeah. So overthinking for me doesn't work like it works for you. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say it's like overthinking in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I overthink a lot, but I think with the podcast thing, it's, it's not that at all. It's like, I just, I operate better from a place of structure. Like I want to plan a little bit cause that makes me feel more comfortable and confident with what I'm doing. Where like, you know, we talked about this not too long ago. You've been doing this sort of thing for 20 plus years. Like it's so comfortable for you and you're good at like just off the top stuff. Right. That's Mm -hmm. not really me. So I'll do better if I have a chance to like think about things ahead of time. So we just had two different styles. No, I'm not, I'm not knocking your style either because I respect people that do put, um, a little bit more like I guess structure behind things. I mean, I do. It's just, it, the only reason I say that in that way is that it just doesn't work the same way for me. It never has. Like I was the kid in school that had like a big project due and I rallied in the last like 48 hours to get it done and then ended up like killing it for some reason, or maybe not necessarily killing it. I'm sure I could have afforded more time to put Mm -hmm. more effort into it, but still like getting by, I guess I'm the get by person. (laughs) You, you are and you aren't like you, you thrive at things. Like there's things that come naturally for you that you're good at. Like, she, this, this is the girl that goes into an audition, maybe not even looking at her lines before she does so, or like right before Like you get there 20 minutes before so you can read them for the first time, right? Where I feel like a lot of people... Oh my God, and, if my manager's listening, he's going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Samir, call me, man. Let's oh chat. my God. No, but okay. I have short-term memory. It yeah, works better I, for me I, I get that, that way. Because I work that way too for certain things. Like That's how I used to study for tests or whatever. But 
what I'm saying is like, that's, that style works for you. Yeah. Where like maybe for some things that works for me, but for many things it doesn't. Sure. Right. And if, if you can be successful within your own style, then totally, totally. Um, I did want to say something, but I don't want it to come off as if I'm giving like advice or like pushing my beliefs on yours. But Just put I a disclaimer out think, there first. Yeah, that's why I said that. A little precursor. Um, I do think that you could afford to be a little, um, I mean, this sounds bad because it's like a little less mindful only because I feel like, and maybe some people can really, I don't know, maybe I'm coming out of left field with this one, but like sometimes being so overly aware or self-aware can get in the way of like the spontaneity that like is sometimes so invigorating and like full of life and I don't know. And, and it actually like gets you somewhere as I don't know. Does that make sense? Because if sometimes you overthink things, yeah, no, I definitely you end up not sometimes. end up taking the leap. And I feel like there's so much opportunity out there. Yeah. You might as well just yeah. jump in. I mean, I, I don't fully agree. We could probably talk about this forever, but I hear you and I think you're in my ear. Like I, I think about doing things differently. Like, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I hear you and I, it, it does affect me and does you know, affect the way that I think. And, uh, don't overthink what I just said. No, either. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, I can't I articulate this well. Um, I hear you yeah. and, and it does like ha- it has an effect for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, cause I'm just an outside, an outsider yet. I'm still on the inside. I yeah. can look at you and yeah, think yeah, yeah. of like a million things that you're capable of yeah, doing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, um, we've got a really exciting episode ahead of us because we got to meet with someone who I've been a fan of for a long time. Um, literally, she is a gift to the nanny world. Um, we have Joe Frost on the show later, so that'll be interesting um, because our chat with her, I think, was kind of, I don't know, it kind of blew my mind a little bit just because she wasn't really, Gio was what, four months at the time or barely four months. Like it wasn't like she was able to <laughs> help us too much other than, I mean, yes and no. There's a lot to learn in the four months that he's been around, but a lot of it just came back to us somehow, our relationship and you and. Through the, the chat with Joe? Yeah. 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 You, you, when, you, when you listen, you'll see that like there was a moment in that interview where she basically like, if you're in the room, you would have seen, she looked me in my eyes and off something I was saying, she like basically pierced my soul with her words mm-hmm. and called me emotional. Sensitive. Yeah. But it, yeah. Yeah. Sensitive. Not in yeah. a bad way. Just like, no, it's a good thing. Yeah. She was like, does anybody know how emotional you are? And I was you just like, like oh. thank you, mama. <laughs> <laughs> You literally like, I looked over to my right and just saw like, I looked like you were almost fighting back a little tear. No, (laughs) No, but let's, let's talk about that because I feel like, do you feel like there are men out there in our, even our immediate circle that are dads? I don't know what it is, but I'm in a world of moms that are so overly communicative and overly supportive. And I, I truly feel like I'm a part of a tribe, something I've never been a part of ever before this. Okay. I just feel like the dads deserve the same camaraderie or that same sense of community. And why doesn't that exist? Like I go to music class with the moms. I go to mommy and me with the moms. Like where are these moments for dads? It's not fair that you get to like, I don't know. Yeah. Preach. 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 So let's do it. We're let's <clears throat> start something. This is me yeah. again. Just like let's start it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have the capacity for that right now. But I don't know. That's a good question. I think it's it's definitely needed. I mean, our experience is you know our own experience, and it's different from your guys's. And dads can only relate to dads in some ways. And like it'd be great if we could get together and bounce things off of each other because it's you know it's we've talked about it so much. It's equal parts like amazing, frustrating, frustrating. There you Mm -hmm. go. That's the word challenging. Um, all the things, you know, when you feel like a lot of times as, as, as the dad, you know, and and I'm sure you do too, as, as the mom, like you kind of feel like you have to put everybody on your shoulders in a way. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like in this house, you know, we're, we're both doing our thing, both King and queen. But like, I feel like I'm trying to help and, and manage like your feelings, your emotions, what you need and want. Same for Gio. 
and look after the dogs, make sure that they don't kill each other mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like make sure the house is good, blah, blah, blah. And I totally lost my train of thought there. Well, I mean, just going back to like, yeah, I feel like you feel like your plate is full, but I wish that there was just a place for you to have a sense of like community or like a place where you can bounce. Cause that's the biggest takeaway for me with these like mommy groups or whatever these classes are that I'm a part of. I love that we can just sit there and relate to one another. And maybe sometimes we don't relate to one another, but we can be empathetic towards people's like triumphs and downfalls and whatever our struggles, like I just wish that you had more open communication with other like peers. Yeah, I do, I, I do too. I, I, part of it's, I think guys for whatever reason, and, and maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like I'm not. Mm-hmm. We, we naturally like, we don't seek that from each other. You it's know a what shame. I mean? It's, it's a, honestly is a real shame because I think a lot of men maybe have that with their partners, you know, like that open where like you can let your guard down completely, but they yeah. don't have that with like, you don't have that I have that guys. I have that with my with my brother okay. and my best friends who I consider brothers and most of those people are people I grew up with they're mm-hmm. so they're not even out here you know, I have a lot of friends here um but it, it's just different you know because you haven't known each other as long everyone's so busy doing their own mm-hmm. thing um you're not really able to establish like that that deepness you know what I mean I have that with a few guys but again everyone's so busy it's mm-hmm. like or they live you know, way far away. And it's like mm-hmm. an hour it's to go hang out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it should exist. I wish we made more time for it. It's mm-hmm. really helpful. I'll tell you this. The other week when we went to Stonehouse and mm-hmm. like you had your episode where like you kind of had a little freak out. Mm-hmm. I wasn't anywhere close to that, but I think at the time that was like, what, two weeks ago, something like that. Yeah. Like we were, whatever it was with Gio, it was like, it was a really challenging period of time. It was around the rash time. Yeah. And, um, I remember getting around one of the groups at, at one point and, uh, Danielle and Kevin were there mm-hmm. and we were just talking about sleep and like letting their kid cried out, blah, blah, blah. And like just a short little chat with Kevin where he made like a, a funny comment where one night, like he was like, look, I know the baby's fine. Just turn off the monitor. Like he's fed, he's not cold. Um, he's comfortable, blah, blah, blah. Just turn it off. Like I can't hear it anymore. <laughs> I was like, dang. Okay. And it was like that simple little comment that like was so relatable because I know that they had gone through something that was similar to what we were going through at the time. I was just like, damn, that was like so beneficial for me. And you wouldn't even know it. Dude, that is what mommy and me is for an hour and a half every single Uh, week. I went. I know. I brought Andrew to mommy and me. It was like mommies (laughs) and me and and Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) But how amazing was that? Like, I mean, be it was, honest, it was like cool. if okay, it, it could get a little deep, and like I'm sure there's some really personal moments, and we all just are there for one another, whether you know this person in depth or not. You just end up being like that's why I'm saying we're part of a tribe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm just so freaking lucky. I feel so lucky to be a mom, and I feel so lucky to be able to share this experience with other moms and like have that camaraderie. And I just hope that in the in the near future we figure out something for. For dads too, yeah. or or co-parents, you know. I want to say that somebody told us about like dad, like a, but like, it was it, like a bar it, thing, like babies and brew. It was like something, something like stupid like that. Like, why does it have to be that? Because you're a guy, you could, you have to go to a sports bar. Like, that's so dumb to me. Like, you said it was at a sports. Bar. I think it was. I think it was that well, what's brew. Wrong with that? It was like dads what's and brew. You're so against that kind of. No, thing. I'm not against wow. it at all. I'm just saying, like, maybe some dads are open to sitting in like a yoga room, like I do, and just like sure. But if they're more comfortable in a bar, having a beer, hanging out with their kids, what's wrong with that? But don't you think that there's some sort of like. There's, there's a understanding like guys are supposed to be, uh, you know, comfortable in a bar with a beer. Maybe, but like if they really are, then what does it matter? You uh, know what I mean? Well, first of all, that's not even conducive to having a baby with you. Sure, but I'm not going to debate that. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> we'll let Joe Frost take it from here. So when we come back, we will have Miss Joe Frost, the super nanny with us. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Okay, Daniela. Yeah. It's so weird when you say my name, by the way. I know, I know. 
health is a big topic for us right now. Yes. Do you have any health goals this year? Well, are you asking me this because on the way over here, I told Tori that we need to go on hiatus. Yeah, it's part of it. I train with um, this guy, Tori, and I said, you know what? My schedule is so all over the place. I think we have to go on hiatus, even though I really want to pursue my health goals. I found a new tool, unfortunately. So, Tori, I'm cheating on you. There's this new app that I found. It's called Noom. And what's great about it is that it's actually helping me accomplish some of the things that really matter to me, like just general health and wellness. You know, I want to be physically fit. I want to have enough energy. I want to be strong enough to hold Geo because he's a 20-pound 20 20 four-month-old. So Noom is great. Noom helps you change habits. It's a solution that helps users learn to develop new relationship with food through personalized courses. It's based in psychology. So Noom teaches you why you do the things you do and empowers you to use these tools you need to break these bad habits and replace them with better ones. It's not a diet. It's not, you know, this like healthy, you know, trick. It's it's something that's easy to stick to and it's just a way of life. So there's no food that's good or bad or off limits. Noom just teaches you moderation and can be used in conjunction with many pre-existing popular diets if you want. So go for it. Try Noom. All right. We have um, a little code for you. You can sign up to try Noom. Okay. It's N-O-O-M.com slash adulting and um, give it a go. I recommend it. And what do you really have to lose? You just go to Noom.com slash adulting to start your free trial today. That's Noom.com slash adulting. Now back to adulting like a mother father. Wow. So welcome back to the, the game. That is super Thank nanny. You. Thank My you. goodness. We um so I was obviously a viewer of the first um round. And yeah. that, my friend, was a lot to handle. I'm surprised we even have a child today after <laughs> me watching all of those episodes. I'm really curious, like how was it for you watching it as a younger girl? Like, you know, yeah. and now this, you know, mature woman. Sure. You know, with a little one. Like, it was, what, what, it was, how was it um, different for so you? So I was babysitting at the time. I yeah. think that's why I was gravitated towards the show. I was I yeah. worked in a daycare and I've babysat and I'm the oldest of all my sibling my cousins right. and all yeah. that. I think it was eye opening for sure. I don't think I've ever been around cases as severe as some of the families that you've worked with. Yeah. But you know what? Everyone, all the kids that I've worked with have had their moments. They have tantrums. It is what it is. And you just have to like, I think I'm much more comfortable with it. Like Andrew, we have a three month old and Mm -hmm. he sometimes thinks, "Is, is this normal? Is he supposed to be crying this much? And I'm like, dude. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I this is a three-month-old. Yeah. I've always loved kids, but I, I didn't have any experience with a newborn or an infant. So. Yeah, so you were coming from a place then of just like, what is normal? Yeah, I just like, ask you know, what is the norm? Yeah, yeah, you, you want to learn, right? You want to mm-hmm. learn. Mm-hmm. So you learned watching it, mm-hmm. babysitting. That things happen, that it's okay, and that kids are going to kind of like be what they are, and you have to just be able to manage your I guess my demeanor and your expectations and my expectations and how you respond. Mm -hmm. How did it change for you watching? Because we're now in our third episode Mm -hmm. that went out last night. So how different was it for you watching it now as parents? Scary. Tell me, tell me why. It was scary. Remember we were watching the girl with the, she put her in the room and she was like, do you want me to paint your nails? Yes. And then she had the kids downstairs and one just peed at the table. Yes. And it was like the dad was, everyone was just dumbfounded and I just felt like it it felt like chaos and we only have one and he's three months old and sometimes we feel that same chaos when it's like loud and he's crying and we've got two dogs and we're trying to manage our lives and it's like, it becomes very overwhelming very quickly. So I think watching the show made us feel not so alone, but also scared. I'm not going to lie. Scared. So it's the fear right when you say scared i mean i I, you know that's genuine right Mm -hmm. feeling scared but also you know the fear because right now like it three months god i I remember those years like Mm -hmm. i do remember those years like you know three months you know it's an emotional journey for you individually as well as for you both as a couple right and then you're learning about this little one that's solely dependent on you Mm -hmm. right and then on top of that you've got your lives and Mm -hmm. your careers and two dogs that need to be looked after and fed as well that are yapping away Mm -hmm. you know and need attention as well so great you know you kind of got through that phase of okay we can take care of dogs Mm -hmm. and that's good we feed them take them for a walk and now we've got a little human being Mm -hmm. right so yeah Family wellness is really one of the foundations of watching the Super Nanny show because 
there's love and there's fear, right? Those two strong emotions and that fear brings us to many circumstances of creating situations that spiral out of control and it's the love and determination that when a family commit and they are willing to go through the process with me even when it's not always easy for them and they can resist at times that pull them through as well what do you think makes it most challenging for families to not commit to what you're coming in to do Old behavior. Fear. 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 I mean, we're talking about these two really extreme emotions, aren't we? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, fear. Fear of what the unknown is, not being able to control that. Um, Letting go, surrendering Mm. and letting go to the Mm. process. Because the more anxiety you feel, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the more control you want. The more control you want over the circumstances and the situation and your life the tighter you hold on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I'm basically saying is that when you ask for my help, like, let me come in because the process has begun. As soon as I knock on that door mm-hmm. and go, I'm here, <laughs> be careful what you wish for. <laughs> like, as soon as I knock and you open the door and go, hi, mm-hmm. it's begun, whether you like it or not. Sure. The process has begun. So you can, and let me give you an analogy here, you can ride the wave or you can smash up against those waves, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And you know that's going to, you know, you body slam those waves and that's going to hurt, right? Or you can ride with them. And the it's human nature and it all depends on your temperament, your personality um, and your maturity. When mm-hmm. I talk about spiritual growth, right, and maturity in how you surrender to the process of saying look this woman knows what she's talking about she's going to do her job in being able to give us the guidance i'm going to surrender to the process yeah, yeah. like I'm, I'm all ears i'm going to listen mm-hmm. you know i'm going to totally lay back here and go okay then i'm at your mercy here in being able to follow through with what you're saying because i know you've done this time and time and time and time again and time again yeah. you know when families are really willing to that process in being able to do that, even when it's difficult, they'll always get the results. Yeah. They'll wow. always be successful. If you push, mm-hmm. we get there in the end. We just took a side road sure. and diverted. And that means that there's more work to unravel, unpick with that individual to get them to the place of getting back on that pathway to get there. Okay. Sounds like okay. so much of the work that you do is is primarily for the family and the children. But it sounds like it, it always comes back to the parents. Well, it comes back to the parents as in they are the adults guiding, mm-hmm. right, and raising their children. But then when you're working with teenagers, oh, I yeah. could be working with 17, 18, you know, 18-year-old, um, you know, young adults, you know, you're you're coming from a different space of listening to what they need. Like, what do they need, mm. you know? And the one beautiful thing that I love with opening up this new super nanny show you know predominantly in 2004 you saw me helping toddlers Mm -hmm. with mischievous behavior you know inappropriate behavior and parents frazzled at how do i deal with temper tantrums you know how do i get my child to listen this super nanny that all no bars held every wall got smashed down it was like uh, whatever your family dynamic is however you define that to yourself whatever the age of the child whatever the young adult living in your home with you you know if you think about it grandparents are looking after their, yeah. after kids you know we've got young mums having you know children you know older parents you know that are having kids later whatever that dynamic means to you it was really about being able to give the older children as well a voice and mm-hmm. to listen to what they needed and to again break the barrier of fear in them being able to articulate and express so I could bridge the gap mm. between all the family members, you know? Wow. Do you feel like communication is one of the biggest problems within this family dynamic? Um, I, we, I think we all have to continue to communicate. I think if you were to be honest yourself as a couple, I know me mm. with my husband, <laughs> well, I'm always working on communication with my husband. <laughs> um, Are you not with yours? <laughs> no. Are you not with yours? We've already done like two episodes only on that. Yeah, it's our, it's our, right? it's our downfall for sure. So I don't know if it's a downfall. I think you're you're, you're learning about yeah. yourself, right? Yeah. 
but good communication starts with listening. Mm-hmm. Mm, I just, yeah, we just had that conversation. You know, it starts with listening first. And, um, you know, sometimes emotions get in the way and we have shit days. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have yeah. days where we, we rolled out of bed and, you know, we're not in that headspace. And it's like, what is wrong with you today? Yeah. Yeah. Like, seriously? You know, and it's like, all right, time out here. But communication is major. Mm-hmm. You know, you will always see families that need help with communicating better with one another behaving differently that allows doors to open to make another person feel that they can Mm. emotionally express what they feel and it's about psychologically looking at what may have stopped somebody in feeling that they can be really vulnerable Mm. to their partner and not be trod on and still respected. Your eyes are looking at each other as I'm talking. <laughs> You're like, okay, you loving this couple's therapy right yes, now, right? Yes, yes. Right? Yes. But, it's, but it is, you know, a yeah. communication is one of those, is, is one of those skill sets that I think we continuously n- need to be mindful of in being able to um, better all the time, you yeah. know, get better at all the time. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. All right, do you guys own or rent your home? Uh, I'm sure you do, because if you live somewhere, you're probably paying to live there. Uh, And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do. so much do and to do around your home. Just go to geico.com and you can get a quote and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Just visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. I want to talk a little bit about how you know what you're talking about. Like, can you sort of take us through the journey of how you've become super nanny? Mm. (laughs) Um, I started off I, I babysat. I babysat. Um, I love looking after children. I've always been around kids, actually, so I really enjoyed looking after children. Um, and then I became a professional nanny. And I know we, we, I've mentioned this several times today, but I do think America sometimes uses the word quite flippantly, nanny. Mm-hmm. But a professional nanny is a, is a, a real respected career mm-hmm. in Britain. You know, it's a sole-charged career of making sure that not only is one... Um, taking the responsibility to be a confidant in the family, but the education that's necessary, the early learning education and the nutrition mm-hmm. and the scheduling and really being that, that wing woman, you know, for the family on, on, many, on many levels. And you become a very integral part of the family. And I have many families that I still speak to, you know, that I worked for many, many years ago now, you know, which is delightful. It's wonderful to have that special relationship. And from there... I nannied for like 17 and nearly going on 18 years and found myself in a, in, a, in a space with so many years underneath my belt and a lot of experience of being in the trenches with helping families that I was helping nannies that were coming mm. up, you know, nannies that were starting yeah. their career and families that were needing help in finding nannies and parents that were coming to me uh, with troubleshooting issues. And of course, you know, I'd matured to an age in my own career where I'd seen a lot. You know, and mm-hmm. I'd worked with many different families and different types of children and scenarios um, that took me abroad as well as in London as well, as well as in the UK. And I started to um, do private consultation for many families. I had quite a big base, actually, in America, funny enough, um, and would get headhunted for certain particular jobs mm. mm-hmm. and troubleshooting jobs. And um, I remember looking through a magazine because I was looking at theatre for the young children at the time that I was looking after. And um, I saw an advert that said, do you have um, experience under, you know, basically underneath your belt, you know, to be able to give some advice? And, you know, I was always the person that was giving advice. You know, families would ring me up at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God, like, kids are feeling sick right now. Can you come round? Wow. Like, I've got a fever. You've got to be in the bath. You know, call the temperature down. Um, my father used to joke, you know, used to call the line that, you know, house lines then, right, back in those days. He's like, you know, it's like the nanny hotline, you know, mm-hmm. people just ring nanny hotline. And um, it, basically my private consultation work led to this advert where I gave advice. I, I drove down to this particular place and gave some advice. And um, they said, would you, would you be interested in helping the lady? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I thought they were just like sound bites. Mm-hmm originally that they were just going to take advice 
And then I was told that that particular footage had been given to Channel 4 in the UK. And they wanted to make a show around, you know, me helping families. And so the format really got created through a wonderful lady by the name of Amanda Murphy, who was the executive producer on the show. And she said, do what you do. Mm-hmm. Do exactly what you do when you're, you know, giving consultation privately to families. And so that's what you see when you see observation day and then you see teach yeah. day and then you see return day, because that's really what I would do, you know, with a family privately. Mm-hmm. It became a show. I'm interested in. Um, so we we parent, obviously, 50 50 right now. <laughs> OK, this is new for us, but we're yeah. very involved and we've had the conversation of do we eventually want to bring in some help or, and I think we both sort of struggle with that a little bit just because like you said, nanny is not, it's not just, if it's not a, just a flip it turn. Like it's not for, for us, we want someone who's going to really dive in I and think be part of the family and be part of, right? but yes. And also just be there to like advise, you know, and the things yeah. that maybe we're not familiar with, or maybe <laughs> we're too close to it. So we, react a different way it's a lovely way to be open to to have a a a nanny's help in that way because you know a professional nanny who's educated and has experience underneath her belt in her career um could certainly give you as a young couple that you are you know with a with an infant um a lot of a lot of information and really help you grow and come Mm -hmm. into your own you know and i see all Mm -hmm. difference to be honest i see a lot of you know, sometimes I see professional women that say that they want, you know, a professional nanny to come in and help. And then they feel very threatened mm. by the fact that there's a mature person in there with experience to be able to help. Um, but, you know, for yourself, it, you know, if you are going down that route, then you want to make sure, you know, that that person has had experience, not just with the infant years, but also, you know, an education or, or life experience, sure. you know, in being able to look after children and to be able to ask the adequate questions that support your values Mm -hmm. you know a nanny is there to be able to support the family not replace support you know Mm. and be a confidant you know and and a good friend Mm -hmm. you know to you all as a family but with with a maturer nanny Mm -hmm. you know as a younger couple um you have really uh the blessing of that expertise mm-hmm. that really helps you both you know become more educated um and and a and a very good nanny allows you to be able to have space I would say to look out for to have space to be able to you know also be connected in your own intuition as parents Mm -hmm. you know because as somebody who educates a lot of families what's important for me is for parents to become more confident in their parenting Mm. and to really start to listen to their inner voice as well and really connect and that takes time and being present Mm -hmm. you have to be in tune and to do that, you have to spend time, right? Mm-hmm. You know, to know your kid, know they're two steps yes. ahead and to be able to know what that cry means. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me a question the other day on gadgets and they said, you know, what do you think is a great gadget right now? And of course, those monitors when your baby's little. But as soon as we put televisions in them, we yeah. started to look and we stopped listening. Mm-hmm. Oh. We started to look, but we didn't start to really hear that cry. Is that... Mm. Is that a cry? Are they are they teething? Is that is that a diaper? Mm. Are she are they are they not are they feeling slightly off? And intuitively, you can feel that when you've had enough practice and experience, you know your baby. Mm-hmm. That's you know? great advice. Like you know your baby. Yeah, that's a good point because there's definitely a difference in the way that yeah. our sure. baby Geo communicates to us, and we do use one of the monitors. Mm-hmm. And when you're trying to do your life at the same time of like getting him through his routine, like for example, putting him down for a nap, right, and you're yeah. keeping an eye on him, yeah. and he starts crying you kind of start to think it's always the same thing, at least by first glance of the monitor, right? When you go in there, you can you can figure out it's something different. But it's yeah. funny you say that because I never really thought about that. Mm-hmm. But every time I, I see him cry on the monitor now, one of us usually goes in there when you could you could almost turn that off and dissect the sound and say, like, is it necessary? What could be going on here? It's really important. So you start to eliminate... Right. You're eliminating. You're thinking, you know, is it a diaper? Do they need to be fed? When was the last time they were fed? Mm -hmm. Have they slept? When the last time they slept? So, you know, the right now for you, a baby log is really good Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. the baby log Mm -hmm. allows you to know when they slept, how long they slept, when Mm -hmm. they fed, how much they fed. Right. Are they understimulated? Are they overstimulated? Mm. Right. Are they feeling a little bit groggy right now? You know, um, that all those kind of eliminations allow you then to parallel with listening. And sometimes we can disable ourselves if we just look, mm-hmm. you know, but when we can really tune in, 
<laughs> literally, mm-hmm. you know, we start to build our intuition of like, that, no, that's that doesn't sound like that. That definitely sounds like that sounds like he's hungry, yeah. right? And I know that actually, you know, last time he was fed, he only had, and he normally has, but he only had, you know, three ounces, and normally he'd sure. be taking about, you know, six by now. So wow, mm. it's so comforting to hear that you. You encourage parents to be very in tuned and a part of the process because I think one of the fears that I've had around having help at some point, even if it is just even a babysitter that comes, is that I'm I, I we're very involved and I I enjoy yeah. that and that was something that I was really um, that was important to me throughout my pregnancy that I was very in tuned with myself. I didn't have any extra noise, no doula, no mid, you know, and I just mm-hmm. wanted to be in my body and understanding what was mm-hmm. going on. And then when I had him, I thought that there was going to be this like seamless transition into parenting where I was like, I don't need any help. I don't want any help. I want to be the one. I don't need a sleep nurse. I don't need, you know, a lactation consultant. I'm going to figure this out intuitively. And there's a piece of me that wishes I could let my guard down just a little bit to invite someone in to help, but in the way that would also support me in being just as involved because my fear is is sort of not handing over a little bit of the power. Mm. And maybe losing connection. And I don't want to lose the connection. I want to be a part of the process. And and if you may, if I may say so, yes, I think that only in in being across the table here from you, I think that's only in a space because of maturity. I I honestly think just feeling mm-hmm. you and being here energetically, you know, with you all, I think that's only from a space of maturity. I think you're in this really in this beautiful space that you absolutely are loving. And you want to do your utmost best in being able to do the best that you can. And it's something you feel really proud of. And yeah. it's connected you in a way over the last three months that you you couldn't even imagine. And I think that really has hit you in such a profound way that I don't think you've caught up with it just yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. How could you? It's three months. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But you're in this beautiful transition space of going from this lovely you know, young woman into this beautiful young mother, mm-hmm. right? So it's such a personal experience for you right now in these first three months. And this transitional space has got its anxiety and worries because you're thinking too far ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say pull back, okay. breathe, mm-hmm. and have space to meditate, right? Really like breathe and just take a moment mm-hmm. and know that it's just baby steps forward. Don't think a year down the line, two years down. Just be present with where you are and just enjoy. Okay. You know, like, you know those moments when you're just sitting there staring at your baby and you're like, oh my God, it's two hours already. Like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like, I've just been staring at the little feet and now, like, where did the time go? <laughs> yeah, oh my God, special. the smell, right? Yeah. The front of the hair, oh my God, the smell uh-huh. of the hair, this smells so good. And then you realise it's like two hours already. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, I've got to get ready. I've got to, I've got to do this. I've got mm-hmm. to do that. I've got deadlines to meet. I've got yep. work to get done. And you're in this beautiful transmission. Like, enjoy that moment. Okay. Enjoy and know that you're you're maturing into this beautiful, profound space and that no one, actually no one, can take that away from you. Oh. No one. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more Adulting Like a Mother Father. From the creator of Riverdale comes a sparkling adventure in the Big Apple, full of fashion, drama, and dreams colliding with real life. New series, Katie Keene, Thursdays, 8, 7 central on The CW, or stream for free on The CW app. Josie has the pipes, Jorge has the moves, Pepper has the connections, and Katie has the trends. It's all about these group of kids that are friends in New York, city of 8 million people, and they're just four of a kind that are getting through it together. They're friends who would just give everything for their dreams and do anything for each other. The Big Apple better watch out, because no matter what or who gets in the way, they're about to take on a big old bite. High Style has a new name, Katie Keene, the fashionable new series, Thursdays 8, 7 central on The CW or stream free anytime on The CW app. Calling all Gleeks. You asked for it, and Showman's is delivery. Join former Glee stars and best friends Kevin McHale and Jenna Ushkowitz as they take you behind the scenes with all the Glee tea and break down episodes from season one of Glee with former cast members, producers, and writers that brought the show to life. Be sure to subscribe to Showman's on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast apps so you can get new episodes every week. And now back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. And the right nanny will make you feel, mm-hmm. not think, feel, right, that she's the one 
because she will turn up in a space that will make you feel comforted and make you feel both that she's there to guide you right and allow you the freedom and the space to make those decisions does does that yeah. make sense to yeah. you very much so. right yeah. and it, and mm-hmm. i'm saying feel because it is feel mm-hmm. i know that you need to look at the references and you need to look at the paperwork sure. but you feel it i don't think you know? we really need to look that far <laughs> I know who you're thinking about, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, right. But, but ironically, you know, I mentioned before we even started I'll help the show. You. I'll help you find one. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> yeah. No, I was I was thinking of my own aunt. It's yeah. so interesting because there are certain people that I feel like intuitively have a knack for um, reading people, whether they be three months old or, you know, 45 years old, it doesn't matter. You know, she even caretakes for my grandma. Yeah. So there's certain people there that I feel like as some as a mom, you just can kind of yeah. like sniff them out. You know, and and hearing what you're saying, um, it really resonates with if you, me. If you feel that with your aunt, then I would say this. You know, if she is the woman that you know that you're saying that she is, right? That's that's very in tune and very empathic with understanding mm-hmm. the kind of love and support that she gives. Clearly, you show me that you have a really wonderful relationship with her, that you that you love her very much and that you respect her and that she's somebody that you actually look up to as well. And she obviously treats you in a way that makes you feel very respected mm-hmm. and very mature and gives you the space to actually show up and actually learn from the decisions that you're making. And all I would say to you to, to honour the relationship yeah, that's the is start off with the couple of days that you need mm-hmm. be really clear on the help that you need from her show much appreciation mm-hmm. whether that's done through a little bit of money mm-hmm. right earning you know sure. earning looking after your little one right or other means of however that's done sure. because i do think that you know i do think that a lot of you know I do think there are a lot of couples that have kids and go, oh, it's okay. My mum will look after him. Mm-hmm. And then there's and no like, appreciation. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but, but your mum's already had kids. Like mm-hmm. She's at a space now where she wants to go on a five-day cruise. Mm-hmm. Like She didn't sign up to raise kids again now. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, we, well, what do you expect us to do? You know, affordable childcare is a big issue here. And mm-hmm. yeah, I know. But like the poor grandma thought she was just going to come and have her games with the kids and now she's looking after in 10 hours uh-huh. and she's exhausted after five yeah so making clear what those boundaries are so that you keep the relationship sacred okay right and healthy mm-hmm. means boundaries and at the same time if you can identify what the job description is like i'd really need help just in these areas or it would be really great if you could do this for us you know then it's clear and then the appreciation of what that token would be sure. because you know just looking after your little one right and then at the same time the appreciation of recognizing what other jobs does she do as well mm-hmm. so if she's looking after grandma that's just as demanding right yeah. just as demanding looking after elderly as it is looking after mm-hmm. you know your newborn as well sure. the infancy years as well wow. so but if that's where you're going at least that keeps it very healthy yeah because you know healthy boundaries allow us to have fruitful relationships with our family members you know it doesn't leave us into a place of feeling awkward or not wanting to mention something and mm-hmm. and then it becomes like stifling doesn't it you're like oh no uh, yeah this conversation totally wow yeah. you nailed it that was very um it's much what i've been thinking about like i i don't feel like i need a, a ton of help but we've just been saying like with us trying to obviously support our family we yep. have to step away at sometimes mm-hmm. and um we've had my aunt or his mom or my mom come in and yeah. help us which is really great because we want him to grow up around family that's yeah. important to us and that's good as well yeah you know don't get me wrong you know like i think sporadically it's great like, spread hey, it mom, out. sure sure you know spread you know spread here and there and not feel like if it becomes a crutch mm-hmm. you know where you're both developing your career and building your career to support your family at some point you will both come together and say it's all right having mum here and mum there sure. but now it's got to a place where we want them all the time maybe we should start looking at sure. you know getting some help you know? i think that's a great um thing to keep in mind because i don't think we're there yet um and and we just enjoy being around you know at the second we were saying yeah. last night the second he goes to sleep <laughs> we look at the monitors and we like balk, we're like like awe, in awe of him and we don't is he still breathing is he still breathing yeah, and we're also it's still like, breathing we right miss him. we <laughs> miss him if we see a baby on tv we're like oh it's like crazy we're in a totally different it's phase such, of life it's such a it, it's it is beautiful I mean, you know, you spend you spend so many years helping families in that capacity. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it was no secret. You know, we'd have families with babies, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'm get my baby loving, get my baby loving." You know, and I'd be helping families around America, and then you know the families with their babies, and I'm like, "Oh, baby, good." Like, and you'd see me you, you'll yeah. see me on the show I'm like I'm getting my cuddles in like last night with the Richardson's family you know baby mm-hmm. Luke I was like getting my snuggies in when I could you know <laughs> we were like pass the baby around pass the baby around we need the baby love you know <laughs> we have one for you that yeah. loves to snuggle so if you pass through our area yeah. you're welcome get the baby love yeah in. It's, it's a special really special time and we, we constantly have to like kind of look at it from a bigger picture and go okay yes we are at our capacity most days and we feel exhausted by the end of it but this is all just going to fade away at some point and he's going to be a different age and we're going to have different challenges and those years of him being small and in our arms stay manageable stay where you are though yeah stay where you are right now like stay Stay present just stay in baby because the year does go quick you know and you have your own emotional journey the pair of you Mm -hmm. i wrote a book joe frost confident baby care mm-hmm. it's about the first year of mm. schedules wow. and routines it's like right he's looking it up right now you know um joe frost confident baby care it's called and it's the first year and it's it's about the importance of the the development mm-hmm. of your infant in that first year and i wanted to write a book that wasn't just for mums but was for dads as well Mm-hmm. You know, in being able to really educate both parents about that emotional journey together, you know, what they're feeling and, you know, with their baby, as well as the, you know, the feedings and sleeping and yep. help to help those transitions from, you know, maybe breastfeeding to mm-hmm. bottle to, you know, then the purees and the finger foods. But may, may I ask you a question? Sure. Because, you know, it's it's so easy to be gravitated to here mm-hmm. in, in asking mummy questions. What, as a father, what's been one of your toughest challenges personally not with the baby but with yourself personally uh yeah that's a good question so in, in my personal life I'm, I'm just gone through like such a huge change in a short amount of time like we had geo and two weeks into that i resigned from my job because i said this is where i want to be i love this so much and i want to take a gamble on myself i can't see myself in the situation i was in yeah bet on yourself why not yeah, yeah. so change career wise you know we, we talked about this last week when a baby comes into the world for the mom, she's been experiencing changes for nine months or over nine months or whatever. For the dad, you don't have that physical part, right? So a baby comes in the world and that day your life changes forever. So there's mm-hmm. certainly like an adjustment period for me. I think just finding the time to take care of myself is, has been the hardest part because I've got her, I've got him, I've got two dogs that I'm responsible for. I've got a house Mm-hmm. Um, so you th- what are you saying taking care of yourself in in what what are the things that you love to do that you don't feel that you take care of yourself with anymore? Well, I think I'm making it a priority now, but I, I wasn't for the first couple of months, rightfully so. But just getting out and getting some exercise because it yeah. does, you know, not only for my body but so much for my brain just makes me a better dad, a better a better yeah. person. That serotonin levels up, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, there's that. There's I like to like. I say they're weird, but I like to meditate. I like to read yeah. and all that stuff. And and now I feel like it's so... You're right. Uh, a little bit. That's yeah. something I wanted to do going forward. That's something I sort of put down for 2020. Yeah, because I see you writing. Yeah. So, like, so I think, I think mm-hmm. that's so... Like, you're so... Does anybody know how emotional you are? Oh, yes, Do they me. really know? I don't know. Do they really know like how soft and emotional you are? Right now. You're so emotional. So when you spoke about communication and uh-huh. then I sit and I see you how, emotional, how emotional you are, like here's one of the biggest things I'm going to give the pair of you, right? Is every week, every week, just sit down and 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 write what you're feeling down on a piece of paper and then objectively look at it together as if it was somebody else that wrote it mm. because i think for you the the biggest thing for you is to be able to feel really safe expressing emotionally how you feel mm. i think that is the biggest thing for you yeah i wouldn't say you're wrong <laughs> right yeah. so writing is a great form of practice for you right so when you meditate i would love you to keep a memoir a, a journal okay. of your mm. journey okay. because you'll be able to look back at it and reference and be so proud of yourself of how far you've come sure. but weekly just having that moment 
right on a Wednesday or mm-hmm. a Thursday, just coming together when the little ones are asleep and saying, "Should we just let just both write down something separately that we feel we want to tell each other?" Whether it's the things that you need to overcome, like little hurdles, little bumps, mm-hmm. right, or whether there's things you want to say, I was really proud of you for doing that today. And do you know what? I, mm-hmm. I recognise that you saw that. Like, see that because when a new baby comes along, we get so, you know, of, of course, naturally, we get so focused on making sure the baby's fine, yeah. and th- and then we forget this young love here, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. We forget this, we forget this young love in being able to say, do you know what? You're doing a bloody good job. Oh. And you've done, yeah. you know, you've done really well. And I can feel the pressure that you feel. Like it's like you know, looking after mama and mm-hmm. baby and home and all these responsibilities feel like a bloody serious weight, right? Mm-hmm. If they feel like a serious weight and you feel like your head's going to burst and how am I going to, I don't even know, but sometimes, sometimes we don't know the answers. Sometimes we don't know the answers right now, yeah. right? And yeah. we want them and they don't come, right? So just be patient and know that they will come. But what you're still doing is great in bringing you there because that meditation, that stillness, that mindfulness, exercising, everything you're doing goes back to our first conversation family wellness when you can get the sleep that you need when you can laugh and joke <laughs> like my husband and i seriously yeah. like when we get a moment we sit and watch do you know ridiculousness yes <laughs> i watch that's that true, we yeah. laugh our heads yeah, off the good. silly crap we see on that show like the, the videos we yes. see we laugh our asses off like we, we sit there it's mindless i'm like look at rob look at his silica stilo there like chanel look at stop we lo- oh we, i love you we can't stop laughing at some of the stuff i'm like did you see that he must have hurt his groin like oh serious my gosh. we laugh out like like yeah. this this connection yeah. right the things mm-hmm. that we like the two of us just sit there yep. and watch this television and we laugh our asses off mm-hmm. together, right? And we and we just look at each other and we're laughing. Yeah. So it's like, that's so important as well, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the exercise, the, you know, eating, being mindful of what we're eating, mm-hmm. right? It's like meditation, making sure we get that sleep, making sure that we have that laugh. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm going to say it because you're, you know, yeah, you're a young please. couple, but there are moments when, like, sex is not on the table and you're knackered <laughs> and you're both tired. Then just be intimate and cosy up on the sofa together, you know, Aww. and just snug up, yeah. you know, and watch a movie together. But yeah. all of that is about family wellness, mm-hmm. you know, and what keeps you here. You yeah. see my hands going like this, yes, like yes. this emotional intimacy when everything feels like it's running away with you because of life as you grow up and mature right yeah right and become the adults with responsibilities like bills to pay and mortgages and houses and rent and you know little ones right you're coming into that Mm -hmm. so be patient with yourself you know be patient be patient with yourself you are like a warm snuggly blanket (laughs) you walked into the building and i i knew right away that there is going to be like we're going to walk away with something really special and i i'm really appreciative for you just like I, I'm just, I feel lucky. I feel lucky that you came in and you, you instilled this like cozy feeling of homework that I think we both are okay with taking on right now. And um, yeah, just keep talking and laughing, mm-hmm. and you know, t- like you said, you know, taking care, looking after yourself as well. I think mm-hmm. it's really important what you've mentioned. Mm. It seems crazy, right? Because yeah. you're like, I've got so much going on and we're all at fault to it, you know, sure. myself as well. I can keep going, keep going, helping families, helping families. And then I'm like, oh, oh, what I just crashed. You? I just crashed. Yeah. How Actually, do you do I just that? didn't do it. I don't always do it well. Yeah. And there are times when I do it really well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and that for me is like everyone else. You know, there are moments when I'm busy doing the work, you know, and I have to put boundaries in place, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I I can't talk to friends and stuff like that right now i'm like you know i'm doing this but i'm mindful of i need to Mm -hmm. right because it's a what's what's important to you your friends your families those that you love right and making the time to be able to do things for yourself um as you know in this industry comes once that block of work's done and then you see that opening there and you give that to each other but i think it makes you a better father a better mother Mm -hmm. uh, you know a better partner husband wife you know what i mean you know, in general. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you need to write. You need to write. You <laughs> oh need to write. Oh my goodness, Joe, thank yeah. you. Yeah, you thank are you. so special. You're I, so special. Yeah. And thank you like for everyone, you know, who's probably listening and watches your show and whoever you've ever had the chance to affect live-wise and on the show, these families, I, I think we all just want to say thank you. Because yeah. it's it takes a, a very strong individual, a very mindful individual to put yourself in circumstances that are, you know, the stakes are high, it feels, in the moment. 
And well, I don't even think we knew our stakes were high until you came in and no, dropped some I, I knowledge on us. Like, and I, I think it's the consciousness, right, of, yeah. of you know, raising, you know, a child in the world where there's so much uncertainty yep. right now. And the climate right now in America is, you know, one that has and is holding a lot of fear for many families. I mean, that's, you know, one of the reasons of, of coming back and doing Super Nanny. Mm-hmm. So many families, like, when are you going to come back and help? Now, I'd not gone away. Sure. You know, I was making documentaries and producing other shows, doing worldwide lectures and writing. But to come back to the Super Nanny yeah. format... Mm-hmm. It had to break the walls with the ages. And, you know, for me, it it is about timing, Mm -hmm. you know, and the time was right. And it wasn't, you know, there's the universal time of things and when they happen, right? Mm -hmm. And the time is now and the time is right because a lot of people are very fearful, are feeling very um, insecure with jobs. And, you know, as I say, there is external issues right now, you know, that have parents a lot in a lot of fear. And that energy, I think, is a ripple effect in mm-hmm. the home. And children, little children, they're, they're the silent witnesses, you know, or even, you know, teenagers, they're the silent witnesses of so much that's going on and the ripple effects of that. So, sure. you know, it was important to come back and to be able to give that support to so many families and, and pass on, you know, pass on the knowledge, sure. pass on the knowledge. I kind of earn every wrinkle here, you know, helping <laughs> oh, all these hundreds, helping all these hundreds of families over the years. It's, it's hard, hard to there believe. You, go, you know. So, so, so where can all of our listeners um, follow along with all of your exciting journeys you're a part of? So, well, um, you can go to Joe Frost, you mm-hmm. know, on the Twitter or or Instagram or to uh, joefrost.com. Um, for the show, it's on every Wednesday night at ten nine central on the Lifetime Network. Perfect. Yeah. And then afterwards, I think it's really important for people to know that after watching the show, Lifetime on their website do a catch up with the families as well. Oh, cool. Cool. And have this nice little interview with the families, how their experience was, and little videos and and pictures. And that's really cool. Like, I haven't even seen that. That's that's probably really good for you to watch. I watch it every time I watch it. It makes me cry. Oh, I bet. (laughs) It makes me cry. They're like, we miss her. And I'm like, oh, "Oh, it makes me cry all the time. Oh, gosh. Well, you're doing amazing work, and we, we all appreciate it and thank you for thank you for giving us a little rundown yeah thank you i just want to say i, I feel energized like in a really good way just just from your presence so i appreciate you oh, making the time to come you. and chat with us thank you so much we're gonna have a nice car and you got home. me on speed down now so there you go <laughs> yeah oh, i won't forget that yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming thank <laughs> you appreciate it bye. bye guess what guys super nanny's premieres are moving to fridays at 9 p.m starting now and you can binge Super Nanny from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. every single Friday. You're welcome. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Oh, you guys, I am living in VRA recently. Seriously, they have the cutest apparel, like workout apparel essentially, but you can wear it for your life. I mean, I do at least, and it's comfortable. Um, it's just good quality. It's great because it's it's designed so that you can like look great outside of the gym which i think if you're going to spend the money on clothes that you're wearing to the gym yeah like i'd I'd much prefer wearing something that's cute and comfortable that i could work out in but also like go run errands or grab lunch with a friend and as a new mom you live in that sort of stuff i mean clearly i'm wearing andrew asked me today are you going to wear those leggings to the the podcast i said yes but i'm going to pair it with some boots and a sweater and And i said oh it makes sense now anyways um if you guys want to get your hands on some of this cute stuff viore is honestly my new go-to just in Invest in your happiness. Be comfy. Our listeners get 20% off your first purchase. So you just go to vioreclothing.com slash adulting. That's viore. That's V-U-O-R-I clothing.com slash adulting. Um, and not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but you can also enjoy free shipping on any U.S. order over $75 and you get free returns. So just go to vioreclothing.com slash adulting. And now back to adulting like a mother father. And we are back. I feel lighter. Don't you? (laughs) Yes and no. Why? You just feel like you, what happened? Oh, she hit me right in the heart. I know. She was so cool though. Uh, Let me say this. Before she came in, I had this, this perception of her that she was like this tough, hard nosed, intimidating woman. Mm -hmm. She's not that at all. She was so warm and um, loving and, like, just comfortable to be with and talk with. She was a good listener, too. really impressive. 
I like when people, uh, when they, you can sit with them and they're like looking at you and, and you can tell that they're not just like there to do it. They're actually you know there. What I mean? Yeah. They're really there and they're really listening. Yep. Yeah. That's not easy to come by in no. these days. Even when you sit down for a podcast, right? Which literally like one-on-one or two-on-one or two-on-two, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a skill that not many people have. That's like so undervalued. Well, because a lot of people feel the need to sort of perform or represent themselves in the best light. And in reality, like as a listener, cause I was a listener before I had a podcast, like I really just value the truth. And I want to hear people just be chill and like have a conversation and not, yeah. you know, be so composed sometimes. And it's nice to like get the information out and, you know, have some sort of structure sometimes if you're trying to like add value. But sometimes it's just nice to like put a podcast on and know that you can relate to other parents or other adults. And that's, I, don't, I feel like that's what I'm just trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? That's what you're always trying to do. Because it's I think true. Same with, me. same with everyone. Yeah. So, okay. So here's what I took away from her episode. A few things, right. That I have noted down one, she mentioned communication being healthy for, um, you know, new parents, people in a relationship and for the health of the we family. We will save that for another episode. Ever. I love, I love that word. She hates it. But... No, no, I don't hate it. I just think it deserves an entire episode. Okay. We'll do that. Okay. The other thing I thought, um, was interesting is, you know, we talk about help or we talk about help. We talk about getting help with mm-hmm. geo just because like it's a lot it's a lot for one person it's a lot for two people and sometimes you just need extra hands mm-hmm. right um it was crazy like how we both already knew what we wanted mm-hmm. what we th- we thought should happen with without even talking about it yeah i know with vivi yeah just having family around and like having someone like vivi to to help us once in a while yeah. and you know we manifested that mm-hmm the other thing that I, I thought was really funny, actually, was uh, her comment about her and her husband sitting down to watch Ridiculousness. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> like, hashtag relatable, okay? So relatable. Right? Oh, gosh. I love when people just, like, show a, a side of them that's just, like, real. real. Yeah. yeah. So real. <laughs> yeah. Actually, on that note, we should wrap it up because Gio is up for his na- from his nap. But um, if you guys have any real moments that you want to share with us, that's like our biggest thing right now is like, we want to be able to hear from you and be able to bring those topics into our podcast. So, um, feel free to share away. We have an email on our, um, adulting Instagram page, but then also you, you can just, just DM the page. Yeah. That's yeah, even easier. Totally. Okay. There's five ways to contact us. Yeah. Choose one of the five. <laughs> Somehow we'll see it. Um, all right, guys. Well, gosh, until next week, we will wish you a ton of adulting wins and maybe some fails to learn from. Uh, and please be sure to leave us a nice little review. We love to read those and give us some five stars, share on your page and we'll hear you'll every time I mess this up, <laughs> you'll hear us next week. <laughs> Wait, is that a thing? No, but it's better than saying, we'll see you next week. It doesn't make any sense. And we're out. All right, bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.